0: Love Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. Well, I'm going to tell you something tonight, my friends. I promise not to discuss politics. I don't know about you, but some days recently I seem to have had my fill of politics. And that's strange, too, because I am a political junkie. But it's getting too much, these primaries. All the news is primary, primary, primary. I'm sick of the candidates. I'm sick of everything they talk about. Interesting, isn't it? So I am promised that I'm going to avoid politics tonight. I will talk about Washington. I will talk about Congress. I will talk about specific legislators, United States senators. But I'm not going to talk about politics per se. Uh, I hope you enjoy the show. I'm staying away from it completely. I guarantee what we're going to talk about, however, will be interesting. The first thing I'm going to discuss tonight is tax avoidance. I'm talking about uh, tax shelters where people send their money away. Tax avoidance havens. We send our money. An American would send his money to Switzerland, the Cayman Islands, Panama, because don't want to pay taxes. Whether you're a rich individual or a corporation, and you park your money on some foreign shore, in some foreign bank, and our government can't touch it for tax purposes. Okay, so here's what's going on. The top, it was revealed this week, let me put it this way, it has come to our attention this past week that one of the top tax avoidance havens, places to park your money to avoid your government's discovery of it, tax it etc is guess what the united states of america yes we are one of the top tax savings in the world along with switzerland the cayman islands and panama uh we're out there the united states is competing for foreign money to come here so the you know the people in italy greece Uh, and many other countries do not pay taxes. I've been to these places. I've spent much time, uh, especially in, in Italy and Greece. It's the national game, the national sport, the national pastime, how to screw the government, how to avoid taxes. They're more blatant about it over there than we are here. That's one of the reasons Greece is in so much trouble, and Italy. They don't pay taxes, those that have it. Well, what do they do? Where do they hide their money, a lot of these people? They hide it here in the United States. And there are four states that are making a ton of money off this. And you don't hear about it. Our media doesn't discuss it. And those four states are Delaware, Nevada, South Dakota, and Wyoming. Uh, The United States, in effect, we have a big sign hanging out there that says, U.S. open to tax cheats. Yes, Welcome, tax cheats of the world. How did this come about that we found out about it suddenly? Uh, the Panama Papers, remember about two weeks ago, ten days ago, uh, in Panama, a law office who had a lot of these accounts and uh, hiding money in different parts of the world, especially Panama, that went through this law firm. Well, those Panama Papers, which were leaked, opened the door to revelations big-time revelations. Do you know how many papers there were involved? There were 11.5 million confidential documents. 11.5 million confidential documents. And many of them traced money into all our banks in the United States. In 2014, a conference was held uh, by 90 countries, and these 90 countries agreed in writing to share information It was an information-sharing agreement uh, that they would disclose big accounts that came from foreign countries, provide any information to any country that made an inquiry. All you had to be was a member of their group, and we'll tell you who's hiding money in our banks. Fair? And guess what? One of the few that did not join, one of the few that refused to sign, was the United States. Now... This is sort of the pot calling the kettle black. That's how I look at it. When we sit back as a nation and we say people are hiring money, they don't want to pay U.S. taxes in all these different places, and we want to know. And we insist, and we have made these countries disclose to us, even though we don't disclose to them in return who these people are. All right? I tell you now, we're big. We are the third in the world, the United States is the third in the world with regard to financial security, which is another way of saying we are third in the world that you can't find out if your citizens are depositing money in our country. Again, we demand of foreign nations, foreign banks that they disclose to us. We do not do the same in return. There is an outfit called the Tax Justice Network that knows all about this and has been sharing this information recently. Again, it does not get in our media. The banking lobby in the United States makes sure that no laws are passed in our country requiring the United States to share information with other nations. Isn't that amazing? This is a perfect example of corporate America through their lobbyists controlling our government and dictating what type of laws should be passed. Staying with Congress for a moment here, uh, there's a young lady by the name of Catherine Rampell. Catherine Rampell. By the way, everyone's a young lady to me. She, she's she's a woman. Uh, I don't know how old she is. She's a very young. Uh, Catherine Rampell, she's a Washington Post columnist. She wrote this past week a wonderful article. I thought it was fantastic, titled The Real Moochers, M-O-O-C-H-E-R-S, you know what a moocher is, in, are in Congress. And what she said, in effect, was the following. She said people in Congress, our legislators, House of Representatives, Senate, simply don't want to work, okay? She said, and and I quote, uh, they are the, you want to meet them? They are the new welfare queens. Our congresspeople are the new uh, welfare queens. Your democratically elected U.S. legislators, the laziest, most do-nothing generation of federal politicians in decades. These moochers and takers continue to receive taxpayer-funded paychecks and yet refuse to do their job. And what is she referring to, for example? Well, look, at President Obama nominated about a month ago uh, a new Supreme Court justice and the Republican legislators, most of them, refuse to hold a hearing, to meet with them, to interview them, et cetera, et cetera, as might be required by the Constitution. They are delaying. For whatever reason, that's not doing their job. Also, this past week or past two weeks, something happened uh, that was on the news, but we don't pay much attention to these things, I guess, unless they affect us personally. But the Congress did do something. They passed a law (laughs) requiring people on welfare, certain people on welfare, have to work at least 20 hours a week if they want to receive their welfare check. Would you believe that? And women who make $174,000 a year in Congress without perks, taking food stamps away from people that don't work, haven't got a job. I don't care the reason why. Some people on food stamps are moochers. You understand what I'm saying. But the greater percentage are people who have had a bad time. And they, they've been taking food stamps, but now the government says you want them, you got to work so many hours a week. You don't, we don't give you food stamps. And some senator, one senator had the audacity to say he thinks it would make a better person out of these people if they had to work at least part time. Which brings me to... And this you are going to love. I don't know if you ever heard of this fellow. I'm going to make fun of him. I'm going to admit this. I rarely do this. This may be the first time, but his name is Jefferson Bogard Sessions III. Isn't that a beautiful name? Jefferson Bogard Sessions III. Uh, Yes, and I'm making fun of him now. He is the Republican senator. From the state of Alabama, he's been an Alabama senator in the United States Senate for 20 years. He's known as Jeff Sessions. You and I know him as Senator Jeff Sessions. I never knew his name was Jefferson Bogart Sessions III, but that's it, because we always see in writing and on TV, it's Senator Jeff Sessions, okay? Never knew about Beauregard. I love Beauregard. Now, why do I mock him? I am mocking him because he's opposed to everything in this country. He is part of that far right, that conservative far right. They are against everything. Everything is no, no, no. And he's one of those people. A small group of senators met recently, this past week, uh, in Washington, a very small group. And they're people who are concerned that marijuana is being legalized uh, very rapidly across the country in many states. And they don't think this is right. They are against any legislation that legalizes marijuana, even though it's on its way, okay? It's like they can't accept abortion, these people. this was passed 50 years ago or approved 50 years ago. They can't accept same-sex marriage, and they can't accept that marijuana is on its way. It's legal in some places and will be legal probably across the country in the next two or three years. So they had a meeting. The media referred to their little group as the Anti-Pot Caucus. That's cute, the Anti-Pot Caucus. And again, their purpose was to oppose legislation which approved of marijuana use. And it's amazing, too, because these people are standing up against the tide. The tide's going in the opposite direction. Well, our friend Jefferson Bogart Sessions III, he came into the meeting a bit late. This is Jeff Sessions, United States Senator. And do you know what he said? And I quote, good people don't smoke marijuana. Let me say it again and watch the first two words. Good people don't smoke marijuana. And that's what's wrong with this guy and his fellow ultra-conservatives, those to the far right. His standard is wrong. Good people. Who are the good people? Well, the good people are his friends and people who think like him. Everyone else is no good. And you can't have that for your standard. Good people. Uh, it's, It's hypocrisy. It leads to hypocrisy. So our friend Beauregard here said, good people don't smoke marijuana, which brings me to the Civil War. On this day in 1861, the Civil War began. Confederate forces fired on Fort Sumter. And eventually, they bombarded Fort Sumter and eventually uh, took control of the fort. Led to the big war in our country. 620,000 men were killed. And this is from both sides, North and South, sad. Do you know who led the Confederate troops in bombarding Fort Sumter? General P.G.T. Beauregard. General Beauregard. Now, I don't know. I tried to figure this out. I couldn't. If Jeff Sessions is related somehow to General P.G.T. Beauregard, but it was General Beauregard who led the Confederate troops against Fort Sumter. The banks, the banks have gotten away with murder in this country. Absolutely no question. They gave us the recession of 2008. What's 90 seconds? You're kidding. The show's almost over. I've been on. Wow. The show's almost over. I didn't think I was on that long. My clock says 15. Well, if this is the end of the show, it's going to be the end of the show in a minute. Uh, I must have talked too long on one of the issues especially the opening one. I was going to talk to you about the banks, Wells Fargo, and uh, Goldman Sachs that just screwed the people royally in this country. Uh, I was going to talk to you about the IRS. Now you can make your tax payments through a 7-Eleven. I'll save all this for next week because they're interesting items. I thank you for joining me tonight. I look forward to being with you again next week. See you then.